Hey friend, I'm Tawny. I'm a mid-twenties girl with a passion for ending global poverty, abolishing sex trafficking, and keeping mamas with their babies. I created the Kindred Movement so that other women who are passionate about world change can connect with artisan women and men around the world and help them support their families. We are kindred spirits with the artisans who are across the globe. They are women just like us who would like to provide for their families in a dignified way. They don't want charity. They want an opportunity. We can provide that for them by partnering together to buy and share their beautiful products and by inviting other kindred spirits to join us and create a ripple effect, a movement for change. Keep following along to learn how you can use your buying power for good. We are kindred spirits, and now we are friends. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Kindred Movement Podcast. Today, I will be sharing the stories of two women from our North Asia group. I can't say which country they're from, and I actually don't even know myself for safety reasons, but I can tell you that the stories are beautiful. One of them is a lot longer and the other one's a little bit shorter, but they're both equally as valid, and I think you're going to enjoy them. In Asia, poverty encourages sexual exploitation of women in brothels. These women want to provide for their families but have very few options. Your purchases help provide holistic care and dignified income. And just as a warning, this content may be sensitive for some listeners. And just as a reminder, all of the information that we have, um, we only share information that has been voluntarily provided through artisan interviews and is shared with the artisan's permission for the purpose of raising awareness, inspiring hope, and empowering change. So let's listen to these stories. The first story is of Lulu. She says, I was born into a poor family. My father drank, gambled, and was frequently in and out of jail. My father beat me, and when I was 12 years old, my brothers raped me for the first time. My father said it was my fault. My parents eventually divorced, and when I was in middle school, I met a man who I thought treated me well. He ended up trafficking me to another city. I ran away and met another man who I thought was my boyfriend, but he also trafficked me into a brothel. After working in the brothels for three years, I met this artisan community outreach team. They offered me a job. I decided to take the opportunity and leave that terrible situation for a job making jewelry. Since coming to this artisan community, so many things in my life have changed. I've had the opportunity to study as an artisan. I left my family when I was young and didn't have the chance to go far in school because my family valued boys more than girls. Having the opportunity to take computer classes and pursue my dreams has been very significant. I've had the opportunity to study computers and I've become a Microsoft Office Specialist Master. This means I've received certifications in Microsoft Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and Outlook. I discovered my love for typing. I recently started taking typing classes and I'm pursuing my dream becoming a stenographer. Today, I'm married and have one young daughter. I love being a mom. I love working at a company who supports me and I love working with my friends. Every year, we have a company retreat. I really enjoy spending time with my coworkers and friends outside of the office and getting to know them better. As an artisan, I've also had the opportunity to work on forgiving my family. My brother died suddenly in a car accident, and it sent me on a journey to work on forgiving other members of my family. Our relationships are still difficult, 
but I make the time to visit them more often and I am pursuing forgiveness. I have a little bit more of an update since this was originally put out and it says that Teresa Pope is excited to celebrate this update from our artisan partners in East Asia about Lulu. Our artisan community switched our website platform to one that is more user-friendly with the intention of building marketing and website development into our vocational training program. Lulu has begun the training program and is quickly becoming a crucial part of our marketing and sales development team. The next story is of Ling. Ling and her sister were working in the brothels of North Asia when community outreach volunteers came to the brothels to invite them to become artisans. Becoming an artisan has helped Ling find value and confidence in herself. Your purchase helps provide sex trafficking survivors like Ling and her sister with literacy, computer training, and math classes. She says, for the first time in my life, I have a job where I feel like I can tell people what I do for a living. Wow, weren't those two beautiful stories of hope? If you'd like to hear more stories like this, be sure to subscribe to the Kindred Movement podcast. Those stories are very uncomfortable to share, especially the story of Lulu, the first one that I shared. That one is wow, like it shares a lot of information, especially about trafficking and sex trafficking in particular. And it's just another reminder, like I've said in previous episodes, about being uncomfortable, especially being in the trafficking realm, the the human trafficking, sex trafficking realm. There comes a time where you just have to sit in the uncomfortable things. You have to stop avoiding them and just recognize that, yes, they are happening in this world. And it does make you feel uncomfortable. It makes us feel uncomfortable. It's not a bad thing. We feel uncomfortable because something needs to change. And the good part is that we are part of that change. We can be part of the solution by shopping these beautiful women's products and sharing them with others and also just speaking up about trafficking, human trafficking that's happening. You know what's crazy? The the country that these ladies are in, I don't even specifically know what it is and they don't tell us when they tell us about this artisan group because this country as a whole is in denial that they have this problem and it is a huge problem that's going on but they refuse to acknowledge that it's happening, to recognize that it's happening and they don't even they're like ashamed of it obviously so much so that they it's dangerous to put these women's like faces out there to even say what country they're in because these women or this artisan group would actually get in trouble from this country from the work that they're doing that's just mind-blowing to me and i love that people have chosen to not live in fear and to go out there and face it head on anyways as safely as they possibly can, but also they're taking a risk for their lives when they're going and reaching out to these women. And that just blows my mind. And uh, something that was also, so obviously we know 2020 and the COVID pandemic caused a lot of problems for sure, but I've talked about this in a previous episode about North Asia when I first shared about them. But one of the amazing things that has been part of it I think maybe I've shared it in an episode. Maybe I've shared it somewhere else in my social media, like on a live or something. But an amazing thing that's happened because of COVID, actually, there are a lot of Americans that are part of this artisan group, obviously, that have helped 
get it up and going and help maintain it and help like with getting the stuff back to the United States and helping to ship them out and market them and things. But because of COVID preventing people from being able to travel to this country during the pandemic, a lot of the ladies that are in the program, the artisans themselves, have had to step up more to be able to, you know, take pictures of the products, stage them for nice photos, upload the photos, edit them, and put them up on the website to kind of help up that that help out the group so they could keep continuing operations even during COVID because they still need to work, they still need a dignified income. And as a result, a lot of these ladies have learned new skills and have done things they've never thought they were going to be able to do. And they've been able to actually sit in different positions, um, higher up positions, and be running different parts of the company that they never thought they'd be doing. Like they were just making jewelry before, but now they're marketers, they're photographers, they are website developers and designers. And that is just so amazing. It's also giving them skills that they can take on with them if they end up not staying with the artisan group and they have bigger goals and dreams that they want to do, like starting up their own company or moving to a bigger company that could pay them a lot or something. That is just amazing that they learned those skills through a hard, dark time like COVID. They were able to have even more hope and like learning and growing happening through it. So you never know what God is doing in the background. He always has a plan and a purpose for everything. So that has just, that was something that blew my mind when I learned about it. And I love sharing it with you all. And I just love sharing these stories. I love that I get to do this as my job. And if you are ever interested, reach out to me. I would love to have you get involved as well. And you can share stories like this with people that you know, and you can meet new people and learn about these artisans. And you can even meet these artisans in the future if you stick around and come to a conference or hopefully when travel comes back out that we can travel again more easily, we can do some more trips. I've actually gotten to take a trip to visit some of our artisans in Haiti. You can hear about that in other episodes. Okay, I've gone on a little bit of a tangent here, but I just love sharing this with you. So you can take action today and help create more stories of hope like this by shopping with me. Head to kindermovement.com to shop, learn more about hosting an event with me, and joining me in this movement. Please rate and share this podcast so others can hear these beautiful stories of hope. Head to my Instagram and give me a follow at tawny.austin. I would love to connect with you. Thanks for listening.